Let's go. Thank you so much for joining us and welcome back. Hey, Tommy, how are you today? Doing good, Jim. Good talking to you. I always, you know, one thing I've realized about talking to you on Mondays, I think we should make this a Friday show because Mondays after losses suck. So uh, <laughs> there's not too many great things to talk about on Mondays. So maybe next year we're going to be, it's just going to be, let's go on Friday afternoons after the week of practice. So get, get you've ready gotten for that. Pissed after, you've gotten pissed after some of these shows uh, with, with, with the questioning and having to answer. Um, has that worn off as the years have gone on or, 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 or does it still bug you? You, you kind of had that moment yesterday where you didn't really want to answer questions because the, because the game and the competition was still so fresh. Yeah, I think that's a real challenge for me, especially as I've gotten older because the expectations are so high. You know, I think when you win, it's a relief. And when you lose, it's a real disappointment. So sometimes you're missing the joy in this. And I have to be reminded of the joy of playing. And uh, that takes a little perspective. But it's hard when you're in the fight. You know, when you're in the middle of the fight, and it's the seventh round of the fight, it's hard to, you know, take a step back because you feel like you're still... You know, you want to go out there and slug it out again. So, you know, I wish there was a lot of great to come from losing. And there is when you can take a couple days. But sometimes when you catch me on a Monday, you really piss me off. No, just kidding. You don't well, really see, piss me let, off. Let's see if I can do that right now. Great. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, now. that's right. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the ultimate team sport. For you. There you go. Well, I've got I've got a lot of itches here today based on what happened yesterday. So, yeah. uh uh, let's let's see where this goes here. You know, it's the ultimate team sport, as you've told us before. And then you get into the game, and you make mistakes, and your teammates make mistakes, and they're paying the guys on the other side. So you know they're trying to win as badly as you're trying to win, and you compound it. Yeah. And you've often said you you can't win a game in the NFL until you learn how not to lose. Yeah. So without diminishing your opponents, where are you in that process? Are you guys losing games, or are you getting beaten? Uh. I think there's a little of both. I mean, I, we, I look at a game yesterday and that team, the Washington football team, they played exactly how they wanted to play. I mean, we, I'm sure they went in and they're going to look at their film today and go, yep, just like we said, this is the things we're going to do on defense. This is what we're going to do on offense. This is what we're going to do on special teams. And it ended up turning out that way for them. And we, on the other side of that, did not do the things that we needed to do. And that's often the way it is. I mean, every week, I believe there's a formula for winning a game and you got to figure out the formula first and then you got to execute it. And I thought they did a good job defensively. Um, you know, anytime you play with the lead in the NFL, that's very important. They, you know, we had a lot of self-inflicted wounds early, a couple turnovers. Um, we got behind the, the sticks. And when you do that, you got to overcome a lot of things. And on the road, then after, you know, the middle of the, end of the first quarter, midway through the second quarter, you got another team going, yeah, we're going to win this game today. And you got to fight through that. And you got to, you got to walk them down as we say. And, um, you know, we played a little better in the second half, not a, not a lot better, but there's a lot of things to learn from. And I think if you can learn from the things that didn't go well, it can be a positive, but you know, again, you need perspective on that and you got to be able to learn from it too. So we'll take what we went through today, which it never feels good watching a performance that you don't, play particularly well in um you know it's like uh rehearsing the bad again and you know that's a difficult thing to do but you got to take it on the chin and you got to you know sleep on it and you got to feel like it hurts and it's got to feel like a pit in your stomach and then you got to go do something about it 
next week. So we got to sit on this for another week, and then we we play Monday night against the Giants, and we're going to have to play a lot better than we played yesterday to win. You used the word learn. I'm going to ask you what you did learn. want to remind everybody that Let's Go is brought to you by Mastro's Steakhouse. A trip to Mastro's is a culinary adventure. Experience the good life with handcrafted cocktails, exceptional steaks, and the freshest seafood. Visit mastros.com for locations and reservations. What do you have to learn? Well, I think the important thing is the things that we need to do a better job of, obviously, and I'm not going to give away a lot of things that, that can help our opponents, that's for sure. But the things we can control are ultimately the most important thing, and that's us being on the same page and our communication. and um, Communication and concentration, energy, I mean, all those things matter. And um, we got to improve those things. That's the reality. And I'm not, not going to get into a bunch of scheme things that we need to do differently. I mean, we got to execute better for sure. Um, I got to execute better. I got to make the plays that are there to be made. And, you know, I'm sure a lot of guys after today's meetings feel exactly how I feel. But ultimately, what you can control is yourself. And if everybody does a little bit better every day, you see a lot of improvement. And I think being a good team is identifying where your issues are, addressing them, and then making them better. And every year is different. Everyone would think, oh, you guys won last year. Why don't you just win again this year? Well, as we know in the NFL, that is very, very difficult to do. You know, it's very difficult to repeat success. And a lot of teams are out there gauging where they're at based on their game against you. And that's okay. I mean, it's good to have high expectations. It's just you got to go meet those expectations. And I think we have high expectations for ourselves because we believe we have a good team. And there's times where we played really good and there's times where we've been just plain bad. And there's times where we've been up and down and inconsistent. And if we want to be one of the great teams, we've got to play great more often. More than I would say, like we did yesterday, which was about 10% 10 to 15% of the time. When the coach gets aggravated and he makes statements at a team and the players internalize those statements because they all read them, they hear them, they see them, or they're brought to their attention if they're trying to avoid them. Uh, It's like my friend Gavin Maloof used to always say, don't worry about your enemies bringing you bad news. Your friends will do just fine. So everybody <laughs> becomes aware of what's being said. And the coach has made his statements. How do the guys take that when it comes from the guy on top? Well, I mean, hopefully we're all very receptive to it because that's what being a, a player is. And that's what being a great teammate is. You know, it's just, it's very natural because we're all surrounded by family members and agents and people from our schools that want to protect us when things don't go well. So a lot of times you finish the game and, you, you know, if you lose a game, you'll have everybody weighing in going, man, what were they doing? Why did this? Oh, my God, if they only would have done this better. Right. And then if you read that and you believe it and you believe that it's not you, that's a problem. You know, and I think what you really need is the truth. And the truth is, when you walk into that building the next day and you look at all the guys on the roster and you look at each other and say, we are the problem. We are the problem. We win as one we lose as one there's no point in pointing fingers at anyone or anything it does no good it's just we're all in it together so if we want to make it better we need to fix our problems these are the things we have identified as problems 
And these are the things we need to do a better job of. We need to bring more awareness to them. And then when these situations come up again, we need to execute them in a better way. So it's not, you know, football, yeah, can always come out of one or two plays or three plays, or if one play would have been made here or there, and that's easy to do, but you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, at the end of the season, you're judged on wins and losses and, you know, we'll see where we sit at the end of the year. We still got a lot of time to, uh, it's going to go very quickly. And I'm not saying there's a lot of time. It, there's always a lot of urgency, but we need to, co- we need to correct the problems we have. And the problems we have this year are different than the problems we've had in the past and the problems we had last year at different times. So we've got to take a different approach to fix them. And I think, uh, I have a lot of confidence that, you know, we will, that we're going to improve certain things that haven't been the strength of ours and put ourselves in a position to succeed more as we move forward. Part of the problem is the health of the, of the team, and, and it hasn't been healthy for quite some time. You're missing Gronk. You're missing Antonio Brown. You're missing several defensive backs. Uh, guys got hurt yesterday. Um, so the health of professional football teams is a big component to their success, and you've been through that, that there's a 100% injury rate in the NFL. Everybody's banged up, but guys don't necessarily miss time. What about these guys coming back? Where, where are some of them? Uh, in the process? And does that give you hope and optimism going forward that you'll have these folks back? I mean, you, yeah, obviously, you'd love to compete with the guys that, you know, are the highest, uh, the guys that you count on the most. And there's been some injuries that we've dealt with. And I would say a lot of teams have dealt with a lot of injuries, too. And that's why it's such an up and down league, too. You know, it's just, there was a lot of up, there was a lot of quote unquote upsets last week. And I would say that you know, I don't know if there's, yeah, I guess you could consider some upsets because some teams have consistently proven that they could play better over a period of time. But on any given week, on any given week, if you play less than what you're capable and another team plays more consistently than what they've shown, there's always an opportunity to lose. It's just the way it is. You know, every time you take the field, there is a chance to lose. It's not like a lot of other sports, let's say, you know, a hundred meter dash where you're clearly faster than the whole field. I don't know how often you get upset when you're clearly faster than everyone else in the NFL football. You're clearly maybe not, you know, three steps ahead of everyone else. And what you are is, yeah, you may have consistently played better the course of the season, but if you throw the ball and throw interceptions, if you commit penalties, if you get behind by 10 points, by the end of the first quarter, it's going to be a hard day. I don't care who you play. You could play, Tampa Bay high school, you know, and we're going to have a hard time beating those guys. So we've got to do, all of us have to do a better job in every area. If we need to, if we're going to compete and play well over the last eight weeks of the year. So we're basically at the halfway point. Now we've got a lot of film on tape and we're going to have to, uh, you know, we have to dig deep. We're going to show a lot of resiliency. We're going to show a lot of mental toughness. We're going to have to work harder than what we've worked. We're going to have to fight harder than the way we fought. And if we do that, you know, we'll see how it shakes out at the end of 17 games. And the good news for you, we're halfway through this show. You haven't snapped yet as we go to break. You're right about that. There's still some time. Let's Go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance. Stay with us so much more with Tom Brady on Let's Go right here on Sirius XM.
This is NBA broadcaster Jason Jackson. And I'm former NFL linebacker Kirk Morrison. Join us each week on Forward Progress as we continue the discussion on racial and social justice in America. Each week, we are discussing how this quest for equality intersects with the world of sports through our conversations with athletes, activists, civic leaders, and many more. Listen to Forward Progress with new episodes each Thursday on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Let's Go. I'm Jim Gray along with Tom Brady as we continue. Let's Go is brought to you by Ring. Protect your house like the best with the award-winning Ring Alarm Security System. Score a special offer on Ring Alarm today. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. Tommy, in the middle of a season, did you ever know that any of those seven championship teams were going to be Super Bowl winners? No, absolutely not. It's not. You're so much in the moment. Uh, I think in all these years, and I've had a lot, obviously, a lot of experience with different teams, different moments. There was a year in 2015, we started 10 and 0. And uh, man, it was amazing because we had everything going. And we finished the last six games, two and four. Uh, so a lot of it is playing your best at the right time. And a lot of playing your best at the right time is evaluating how to play your best and who you're playing and how they're playing their best, putting together a plan and then going to execute the plan. So, you know, injuries still play a big part of what we're doing. Again, we're only halfway through the season. There's a lot of football left to be played. And if we can correct those things, and I believe the best is ahead of us. Which leads us to this question about being able to repeat. Because everybody jumps off after a game like yesterday. And say, ah, they're done. Forget about it. And everybody jumped off last year when you were 7-5. and five. Oh, it's, a, it's a failed experience. Uh, he, he needs the Patriots, and the Patriots need him. Um, so everybody who is a fan and many in the media uh, jump off real quickly. And there's a reason they jump off because no team has repeated since you guys did all the all that time ago back in the early 2000s. Why is it so hard? Why is why is that journey so difficult to do back to back Super Bowl victories? Well, the number one part it's so hard to repeat is because it's hard to win one Super Bowl. <laughs> it's there's one of 32, and. Being second is the same as being 32nd. They all count, you know, in the end, no one's only going to, you know, there, there, there's one team everyone's going to remember from every season. So to win two of those um, back-to-back is extremely difficult. Um, and again, I, I at this point, it's not even worth, in my view, ever talking. It, there's no point in talking about playoffs. There's no point in talking about Super Bowl. It's there's The point is talking about one thing, you know, and I think we – as a team, you know, and again, I think so much in the moment, especially during football season, I think part of the reason why I love it so much is because I'm so in the present, you know, and there's such comfort for me being in the present. I don't look forward to too many things. I actually don't even look backward too long. I'm usually after our show on Monday, I've already forgotten about Sunday's game and I'm thinking about the next opponent. So, you know, living in the present is very important, especially in football, because, you know, you've got to, Every week is just, it's a week-to-week league. And 
playing a certain team six weeks ago may be very different than playing the team now. They may be playing a lot better. They may be playing a lot worse. They may have learned from the last six weeks. They may not, not have learned from the last six weeks. Um, some teams get better. Some teams get worse. So, you know, we've got to get better. And I, I know that for certain. After watching our film today, we got to get better. We got to get a lot better in a lot of areas. I want to remind everybody this week's episode of Let's Go with Tom Brady and yours truly is available wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe today. Please give us a five-star rating and leave a review. You can also interact with the show by emailing us your questions. And we've had some great questions. Email us at let's go at SiriusXM.com. Want to tell everybody next week we're going to have a very, very special guest. Tom is going to be playing on Monday night, so we will talk about the game against the Giants as he prepares for that game. And you can hear that game right here on SiriusXM as well. But we're going to have Oprah Winfrey, the great communicator and the most powerful and influential person who has transformed so many lives across the globe. Uh, she will be our special Thanksgiving guest, and uh, we're looking forward to that, Tom. Yeah, looking forward to it. And she's, uh, you know, and I've had the very fortunate chance to be around her. You know, exactly what you see on the show and is, is exactly who she is in person. She's a wonderful woman. She's impacted so many people. She brings out the best in people. And I think um, she does the best she can to inspire and motivate people um, from all walks of life. She touches everybody, and she is an amazing gift. And um, I'm sure there'll be a lot of incredible insight from her. It's a real blessing to have her on our show. It is indeed. So much to learn from her. And we look forward to her joining us on Thanksgiving week right here on Let's Go. I want to tell you that any athlete will tell you that it helps to work with an expert for buying or refinancing a home. Your expert is an independent mortgage broker. Find one at findamortgagebroker.com. Powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC. Equal housing lender. NMLS number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. That's findamortgagebroker.com, powered by United Wholesale Mortgage. Tom, you say you don't like to look back, but beginning tomorrow night, you do get into a reflective mode, and I know it's been a lot of fun for you with the religion of sports uh, to be able to sit down with Gotham Chopra, uh, your partner who is directing the series, uh, Man in the Arena, which will be on ESPN+. Plus. Um, rarely have you ever uh, decided that it was time to reflect, but you will now go yeah. through uh, all of your Super Bowls, uh, and it starts tomorrow night. Uh, what was so special about doing this series, and why did you do it now? It's a great question, and I feel like um, it was a really great opportunity, and Gotham and I had talked about it as kind of we conceived the thought behind it, and we had done a really cool uh really short film about it was called the greatness code. And we talked about an individual performance that I had where I thought I was great. And it was a, it was a game from 2007. Um, we played the Buffalo bills on Sunday night football. And I talked about that game and it was illustrated in a really cool way in um, Apple TV. It's actually available on Apple TV. It's called the greatness code. And we've got, there's a lot of other cool stories. Sean White did one. Usain Bolt did one. LeBron James did one. And I spoke to Gotham. I said, you know, it's pretty cool to have kind of um, an innocuous game that, you know, by many that many people would think, but be the game that I still look back on and think, wow, that was a perfect game. How do I do that again? And I said, rather than do it in kind of a game that people don't know much about, why don't we talk about a game that a lot of people know about? And let's reflect on the Super Bowls. 
on the Super Bowl game and kind of what went into the game and what I remember from the game, because so many people write stories all the time, you know, and it's their version of what they saw. And it's not often that you're able to tell your version of what that moment was for you. And um, it turned into a really cool story over time because it had evolved and it took on obviously it, you can't really tell a story about a game without telling the context of the game and the context of the season so we dug obviously deeper than a Super Bowl game but it was a Super Bowl season and um, it started with the 2001 season and really included some of my teammates that got to tell their stories too and um, it was a it was a really great experience for me as I reflected on all the people in my life and all the people that came into my life during those times, previous to those times, in those moments um, that supported me on the journey, that were teammates on the journey, that there were mentors on the journey, um, family members on the journey, and how have all those people inspired us to either win or lose? And sometimes you think that the best seasons were the ones that the one you won the Super Bowl. And yes, from that standpoint, but oftentimes the best seasons are the ones you learn the most. And some of the ones you learn the most from we're not the ones that you won. And I think there's some really cool insights that people are going to love. And if you love football and you love sports and you love competition, I think you're really going to love this show. We look forward to it again. Starts tomorrow night, man in the arena. It's on ESPN plus, and we'll go on uh, now throughout uh, almost to the end of the season. Uh, Tom Brady takes a look back at all of his Super Bowls, man in the arena, Tom, that's it for this edition of let's go. We will talk to you next Monday night before your game against the giants and remind everybody the great Oprah Winfrey will join us on Thanksgiving week, a very special podcast. You can download that podcast, uh, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, wherever you get your podcasts, and uh, she will join us next week. Tommy, thanks for your time this week. Great. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, and have a great week. Let's Go is brought to you by GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Now online in Michigan and New Jersey, play your favorite online slots or table games like Blackjack, Roulette, and so much more with over 700 games to choose from. Only at GoldenNuggetCasino.com. That'll do it for this edition of our podcast, Let's Go with Tom Brady. Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. Production assistance by Harris Fabishoff and to our sponsors, and we appreciate them. Mastro's USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and GoldenNuggetCasino.com. Let's Go Podcast with Tom Brady was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. We will talk to you again next week. Let's go right here on Sirius XM. Sirius XM Podcasts.